Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> you are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Carton Blue podcast. My name is Dan Rose. I'm joined by a typing Matt Kendrick. Sorry, <laughs> I need to pay more attention. How are you? You're right. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, it's nice to see you in the flesh. Yeah, good. Welcome to my humble abode. Thank you. Thank you for my cup of tea. So it took me a long, took me a long time to set all this up. By the way, on the hottest day of the year so far. Well, I have to keep my cup of tea hot anyway. Cause I'm, yeah. Apologies for my shoddiness in being late, but that's no, fine. You know. It's all good. Um, we're here to do one of our first kind of in-person nonsense podcasts, basically. Um, some people remember the one where you and me did the Martin O'Neill walkout, which we kind of use as a bit of a template. A nonsense. To, not a nonsense, <laughs> but like to retell an old story. Um, stuff we did in lockdown, like the World Cup's best shirts and all that kind of stuff. We're kind of bringing those back out through the, the summer break. So today, what we're going to be doing is the A to Z of Aston Villa. Now, when I first told you about this, I said, let's do the best things. And then we suddenly realised that there wasn't that many things we could fill yeah. the letters with. So some of them aren't necessarily good things. They're just so probably related. aren't even Aston Villa things, yeah, to be honest. No, probably not. Um, so yeah, we're going to do A to Z, hopefully all in one episode. I've got a list, you've got a list that you've written in various articles over various years. It's probably about 1995, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably is in need of a little bit of, um, mm. you know, the youth of today to, to okay. bring, it, bring it up to date. So I'll suggest my letters, you suggest yours, and we'll kind of maybe pick one between us and get a definitive list of 26. Yeah, that's fine. Go on then, kick us off with A. <laughs> I've already given you warning of this. You've battered me about no. it, but it has to be, and I'm just familiarising myself with my reasons why, but I know my reasons why. It has to be Aston Villa. I know it's I know it's a simple one, but it's just you know it's a beautiful name, isn't it? It is. Do you know what I mean. So why wouldn't banging the mic? Why wouldn't it be Aston Villa? It is. I get it. But if we're doing the definitive list of Aston Villa things, and A is Aston Villa, that kind of feels a bit. Like it's V Villa. Yeah, V Villa. <laughs> it's his football and his club. Yeah, <laughs> okay, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fair enough shout. Is this because of the the John Gregory? Quote. Not mainly, but it's not just because of the John Gregory quote. I will quote it to you. <laughs> Former boss John Gregory, observing in his autobiography, the boss said, even the name is beautifully symmetrical with five letters in each word. That was like an MS advert. It's <laughs> <laughs> not just any football club. This is <laughs> Aston Villa Football Club. Um, yeah, and um, that's right. I've got, done, done a bit of homework for once because I've written this piece yonks ago, but... Richard Whitehead in brilliant villa book, Children of the Revolution. There are loads of Uniteds, lots of cities and towns, a goodly sprinkling of Wanderers and Rovers, and even a few Albions, but there is only one villa. Mm. Nice I mean, it's or Villa. Yeah. Uh, but... Villa does that count in Spain? No, I don't no, think so. Don't There's think only so. one. Do you not listen to Richard? There's only yeah. one villa. No, it's a fair shout. I mean, some of mine are, are players, some of them are like things, like shirts. So I got, I went acorns for A. Like the Acorns partnership, the, the deal when we had the shirt yeah. the season before, the one you're wearing, I think. And for a player, just because it was two A's, I went Albert Dober, just to make use of the alliteration. But I suppose if he's Aston Villa or Acorns... Can I... Um, we can just, just, just on a slight tangent. I mean, that's what this is all about, tangents. You know, see where we go. 
alphabet. When I, I struggle going to sleep at night sometimes. Mm-hmm. So once I'm asleep, there's no waking me. But I go through themes. I go through alphabet oh, themes. This so podcast is great for you, then. In my own head, yeah, well, I've been <laughs> asleep in about four minutes. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? So I've probably done the Villa double-barreled ones before. Mm. So Albert Adoma, Bosco Balaban, Bosco Balaban yeah, Carlos Choir, Dion yeah. Dublin. Oh, this is good, yeah. Um, Should we change the format? <laughs> we'll do that next time. <laughs> I mean, Acorns was, was a... It was just pioneering, wasn't it? Clubs mm. hadn't done yeah. that before. It looked know. good as well. Like apart from like the the charitable side of it, it was a nice sponsor. It looked clean, it looked nice. I don't know whether any of these have got it, but yeah, it's one of my favourite shirts as well. So that was my guess, my submission. So if you want, I will allow that one. Okay, this time because there's going to be someone going to fight more for. Okay, come on to B then. We'll start with yours every time, and then I'll give you my my alternative. <laughs> Can't we start with yours? Because mine's crap. Okay, I went with a player, and a player around the moments. Really, I went Benteco. But his goals, I think Villa posted a compilation on TikTok the other day. Yeah. The overhead against Norwich, QPR free kick. One at Wembley wasn't particularly a great goal, but there's a Wembley. He will score goals and get us out of trouble and win some games for us. So in a pretty bleak five or six years, Ben Teke was probably the one standout player. Um, and yeah, what, what I'd do for Prime, Ben Teke up front now. I think Ben has got a, a great shout and it was in that bleak, Bleak Paul Lambert era, which I've probably spoken about enough. <laughs> that was the glimmer of gold, wasn't it? And fair play to Lambert for pulling off that signing. Because, I mean, he kept us in the league for two or yeah, three years. Yeah, I just, I'm just, a, I'm just wary of the comments where we get. What about Barton? I put, um, I put Barry as well. And what about yeah? What about what about Barry and what about Barry Bannon? <laughs> what about Barry Bannon? <laughs> yeah, I know that's the thing with just picking one player. So, I mean, you've got a little twinkle in your eyes. Or what's, mine's what's crap. Yours? Mine's mine's not even. It's just a word that has just been shoehorned in around Villa, and it's not wrote this fifteen years ago, ten years ago, and it was brothers, and this was. It might not be up to date. <laughs> Sixteen sets of siblings have played together oh, for yeah. Aston Villa. I've heard this. So I don't need to go through them all. You know, there's a, there's a few like... Um, Moore brothers. Yeah, the, the Moore brothers, the Little brothers, the Riot brothers. Um, Ch- the Chuck Maker brothers. The Chuck yeah, Maker. To, to bring it into the, the present day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good shout, but it's very loosely villain, isn't it? it? Is. But then me just picking just Ben Teku. I mean, but that's the game, isn't it? Yeah, sticky man. Ah, oh, two in a row. Sticky man, just for the... Um, it's my favourite Ben Teki moment, just the shoulder barge on Chris Smalling. Oh, yeah. You know, they so, scored so many great goals, but just leaving Chris Smalling, like yeah. crying for his mum by leaving him on his did, arse. Did he score that get same... Is it that same game he scored that goal in, where he kind of shimmied one way oh, and then the other? I'm not sure he scored that one that, that day, because I think he he created a couple for Vyman. Oh, two in a row for me. Then I'm going to let you go see because this oh, mine's weak. To be fair, I've, mine's like Aston Villa at this point. Yeah, I've gone for Charlie, as in Charlie Aitken. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> first name is also allowed. <laughs> well, you said there's no rules. Yeah, fair. Is the um, is Villa's record appearance maker? Yeah. So, you know, see, I'm just look, checking my stats. 660 times between 1961 and 1976. So, you know, people keep saying Gabby Bonlahor's Premier League goals record's never going to be beaten. Um, Charlie Aitken's all-time appearance record. Yeah. I can't see it. Can How many you? was that again? 660. And as I've written here, <laughs> Villa have seen their fair share of big-time Charlies down the years, but only one genuine long-time Charlie. Good, yeah. <laughs> So I went with another player, but I'm not going to go with that because it's going to feel a bit like a cop-out to keep using players. So I went Claret and Blue, and not the podcast, before someone 
someone assumes that I'm that big-headed. But That's the colour with first names are we're not just going with with blue. I know, uh, Claret and blue, just the colours. It's all iconic, but like the name again. Some stats fans will tell me that we robbed Claret and blue from somebody else, but we I were think it's one of my. I, I think. I mean, we don't want to make a habit of me just turning ten-year articles into <laughs> into podcasts, but I think this one. There's one further down that's really random and probably won't make the cut, but references references the claret and blue as well. Um, my player one was Carew again, similar to one of my first proper players that I, that I liked growing up. But I didn't want to have a couple of forwards in a row, so I went the colours of the club. I'll give it to you. I'll give. I'll, get, I'll, let, I'll let Charlie Aitken in. Uh, what's he ever done uh, to get into this list? But yeah, let's have a player in there. Someone who's got a record after him. And yeah, I think. I think, I think you're you're the kind of you're, you're the new blood, aren't you? Mm. Who's going to probably hit our demographic better than me? <laughs> but I'm, I'm the one who's just going to try and keep keep some of the old old guys, yeah, and, guys and girls in the room entertained. Yeah, a bit of references to, to yeah. days gone by as well. D. I've gone for deadly, as in mm. deadly dog, and. You know, during the planning meeting for this for this podcast, that you were saying, no, it's supposed to be the best, and then we realised that, like you said, some of the letters we'd struggle to get the best. I struggle to get anything. I think Deadly Dog is synonymous with Aston Villa for fans of a certain age. Mm. You know, chairman just weren't well known back then. Invented you know, the bicycle kick. Well, he did. Yeah, he's big, big friends, big friends of uh, Tom Finney. He invented the bicycle kick, as he mm-hmm. would tell anybody within an earshot of him. We've done loads of the European Cup stuff lately, and people blaming him <laughs> with some justification for not mm. building on the success because he resented the fact that he wasn't around when it happened. Um, but yeah, he was just, <laughs> you know, massive ego. Uh, I think he did have did have Aston Villa at heart. He obviously yeah. clearly had Doug Ellis at heart as well, and liked the limelight of being a, a football club chairman. Um, but yeah, just think Aston Villa in the any time between the mid eighties and the mid noughties, and people would know De- Doug Ellis. Yeah, not necessarily for the right reasons. Where's the deadly thing come from? Well, people people said it was because he got a reputation for sacking managers. Mm. You know, sacked probably I don't know 10, 10 managers in his time at Villa. Would it be that many? Possibly. He says that that's not the case and that Jimmy Greaves gave him the nickname because he was a deadly angler when they went on fishing trips. <laughs> that's not true. And he'd always, <laughs> he'd always land whatever fish he wanted, which he wasn't quite as good as that landing transfer targets and stuff. But I am not So I think, I think that's the story. You've got to have Doug Ellis in, I think, if you're doing a big list of Aston Villa, he's associated with the club for, for so long, whatever you think of him. Mine's going to be an honourable mention here. Dale. Mick. You know, like I said last time, he's the most well-sung, unsung hero <laughs> you've ever heard. He texted me after that episode as well and wished wish me well and stuff. So I thought, in the back of my mind, I'm right this this. I thought, yeah, D, Dale, Mick. Yeah, other notable mentions, I'd say. Dion Dublin. I feel like I've got to think of a, a player with, with both letters for the name. No, I wasn't, wasn't necessarily thinking Dion Dublin. I was thinking Dean Smith. Yeah. Um, I think he might be my S. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. Dennis Mortimer. Yeah. Des Bremner. You know, Daniel Atkinson. Yeah, good. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of fine names, but I suppose it's the alphabet. So we're going to come across probably most, aren't we? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, is, De- is Deadly going in? Yeah, go Deadly. Deadly dog Ellis for D. That's really mean on Mick. That he's making him uh, lose to Deadly. Oh, you picked it. <laughs> uh, do you want to go E? European Cup. I'll put European champions. Oh, <laughs> European goes in anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, good. Yeah, just want to drop a link to <laughs> all of our material from 
the last five weeks. So yeah. that uh, we've done the European Cup to death, haven't we? Really, I think on on this channel, yeah. not to kind of downplay how big of an achievement <laughs> it is, but you know, we did our podcast. I think it was March we filmed that, wasn't it in yeah. Cornwall? So to us, it feels like a long time ago. If you're talking the club's history overall, the European Cup is a, a massive, massive part of that. much kind of get this accusation that we bang down about it, or kind of living in the past. Only a couple of clubs in England that have done it. So, yes, shout about it. Uh, F. F. I. Cup. <laughs> Is that what you put? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you can have that as well. Again, probably for a certain generation of fans, it's become an obsession. There's, there's lots of fans. Sadly, I'm not among them who've seen us win everything else. Yeah. But there's lots of fans who have seen us win all the domestic trophies, a big European trophy, a European Super Cup, and this one's continued mm. to elude us. I mean, how many years are we talking now? 57 is... 40, 40, 40. 43 plus 22 is 60... 65, is that right? That sounds about right, yeah. 65 years? I mean, you've got to, you've got to be 70 plus to even just about remember yeah. it and into your 80s to have potentially yeah. been there. Not many Villa fans left who will have seen seen us won everything now. We need to win another one, don't we? So we, the well, we, kind of legacy goes on. Kind of should really, shouldn't we? You know, well, me and my dad talk about this uh, uh, quite a bit. I, I, don't, I don't know what the numbers are now. Is it Arsenal with the most oh, twelve or thirteen or something like that? If we'd have, I think we'd won a trophy every decade up until nineteen uh, two thousand, and yeah. we've obviously not won one since the the nineties. If we'd have won like four FA Cups since 1957, four FA Cups in 65 years, like we'd still have a good chance of being right up there. I mean, we're still in the top yeah. six or seven yeah. or something, but we should still be up in the top two, having not won one for that long. Will we stop talking about when we win it? No, we'll talk about it even more, but... <laughs> It'll be the end of the anniversary, won't it? That's it, yeah. the next thing to go at. Oh, 10 minutes since we won the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's got to go in. I'm just going to mention my shout, just to make, for the sake of continuity. I said Friedel. It's weak, isn't it? It's, yeah. I couldn't think of another F. Clutching at straws a little bit with that one. So FA Cup definitely gets in. G? What you got first? Again, I had a lot of players in my list. I went Grealish at first. I mean, that'll probably ruffle a few feathers, won't it? Oh, they're still banging on about him. So I put Slash Gabby, just as again. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah. Record holder of the Premier League goals. Do you know what I've gone with? And it's uh, a little bit, not contrived, but... God. McGraw. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yours is better than mine again. So, <laughs> Villa fans can never hear the spiritual song Come By R without replacing the words with Paul McGraw, my lord, Paul McGraw. McGraw was a flawed genius, nicknamed God for turning defending into an art form despite battling alcoholism. Renowned as one of the best players in Aston Villa history, and rightly so, a genuine legend who illuminated the club between 1989 and 1996. Mm. I wish I'd seen him play. The things you hear about him. It was, it was just magic. It was just effortless. Really, it's, you know, the, the story's been trotted out so many times about him never training and then just mm. being ready and available. To tell you the story that Jim Walker told me, now go on. He got him at Bodymore doing doing rehab with him at the old Bodymore, and uh, they bought this new exercise bike. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he was, was pedalling away first of all when it, when it was on the easy setting, and then Jim started cranking it up and cranking it up and putting like the, the incline mm. on it, and then he disappeared mm. out of the room. They come back in. And he come back in, and Paul was standing by the by the side of the bike. And apparently, Jim was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And McGrath said, "Oh, whenever I go uphill on the bike, I always jump off. <laughs> <laughs> I jump off and push. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, again, I'm probably probably being biased, but he's got to go in there some way. Yeah, definitely is in there. If he's not in there at G, he gets in there at PRM, yeah, we'll doesn't he? We'll probably get in both, won't he? <laughs> probably get in three times. Um, there's a lot of, obviously, I think it probably goes without question that he's probably our best defender ever. Is he one of our best players ever? I think so. Probably one, one of your European Cup winners, like Sid's got a strong shout mm, for yeah. being being one of the one of the greatest players, probably the top three players, McGrath. <sighs> I don't know where it depends how far back you go mm. because you know does the, the FA Cup winners of fifty seven is there a, a Johnny Dixon in there or even earlier than that early nineteen hundreds when we yeah. win everything every single season yeah I mean Jack Grealish probably I know he didn't make it in for the G but he probably mm. gets the vote of the greatest Villa player of this century I'd have thought so in mm. talking in the last twenty two years yeah um, best player I've seen yeah yeah so but yeah I think for, for me. And I've been lucky enough to, to to see McGrath play, and wasn't really old enough to to catch the eighty one eighty two glory season. He's he's by far the greatest player I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and he's a lovely fella as well. Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah, we need to, don't we? H, pretty easy on this. I, I thought Holt end. I was just trying to think. Yeah, I've got Holt end as well. So I was trying to think of any anything stupid to uh, <laughs> to rival it with. Habib Bay, <laughs> <laughs> iconic stand and. Obviously a bit biased, but one of the best stadiums, which I think will probably will be my V, I think. Have you ever been on the whole end? A couple of times, yeah. I'm, my season ticket is Trinity. Um, yeah, been a few times for cup games and stuff like that. I don't really like, for, for watching the actual game, I don't really like being behind the goal, watching it yeah. vertically. It's just something about it is kind of weird to get your bearings, yeah. but seeing goals and stuff behind the goal is is obviously good. I think I was in there, and this is a, a bit of a tangent, Fabian Delph. Did he sign a new contract before a cup game? Didn't they, didn't they they it on, on the big screen, screen. Yeah. I was in the whole end for that <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the, my, my weird little tangent there yeah was that the contract he signed before we left yeah yeah, yeah. six months before we left yeah so um, I was in the whole end for some cup game yeah. in Bournemouth maybe I think it possibly was Bournemouth Carlos um, Hill scored it's all flooding back now when you get, top quarter, yeah, yeah. yeah Um last time I was in the whole end was <clears> when we beat Middlesbrough or drew with Middlesbrough in the second leg mm. of the playoffs yeah you know the atmosphere. The, the game was pretty poor. It's been yeah. a war of attrition, uh, but the atmosphere was 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 pretty good. I resisted running on the pitch, though. You'd be pleased to know. Yeah, good. Um, we don't we don't allow that, do we? So don't condone that. No. But Holton, yeah, without a shadow of doubt, it's again one of the things <laughs> Villa's most famous for. Yeah, when it was a standing terrace, it was an absolute beast of a of a stand and a place to to watch football from. I think they've rebuilt it sympathetically and. You know, the facade outside mm. still looks really spectacularly impressive. And I'm one of those who loved my time in the Holt End, but actually quite like not being in the Holt End there, so I can see the Holt End yeah. in its glory. I, I've gone with a player, again, first name, <laughs> to, to get in there. Is Ian Taylor, Benichelli? It's Ian Taylor, of course it is, yeah. What a guy. I've met him a few times. I, I tweeted it the other day, the clip of when we had him on during lockdown, and he's just digging me out for living in like a prison cell. My bedroom was had a grey bed sheet or something. He's yeah. like, oh, you're living in a prison cell over there, mate. Just a nice guy. Again, didn't get to see him as a player, unfortunately, but you know, the things that you do see, highlights, reels and stuff. Again, maybe one of the best, best to ever do it in Carlton Blue. Just be well, I've told this crap joke before, but there used to be a football magazine called 90 Minutes, and I think they interviewed Taylor, and I think they told him this joke at the start of the, the interview. And he used to be a forklift truck driver, Taylor did, when he when he worked, when he played at Moorgreen non-league, and he I think he used, he used to live in Rowley Bridge, actually. Did he? And, uh, I yeah. Know that. And um, 
I think there's some, something something goes that a bloke goes for an interview as a job to be a forklift tr- truck driver. They're talking about his skills. Can you drive a forklift truck? And can you make a decent cup of tea? And he goes, Christ, how <laughs> big's the teapot? <laughs> That's good. I, I don't know why I've, why I've introduced that really crap joke here, but it just, it just makes me chuckle all these years on. Um, Tails, yeah, he's a legend. And the one that I'm going to serve up in opposition to him, as quirky and as interesting as a funny as it is, or peculiar as it is, it can't knock Tails out of this out of the, the list. Uh, he's a friend of the show. Evo Stas. Yeah, good. Good quiz question. So I have to wrap my head around that question every time I read it. Which Villa player scored for the club without ever playing a game for them? I liked how you put your telephone balls on them <laughs> for a second. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to uh, if I'm about to guess you and I know the answer. But yeah, I always have to think, how oh, can you score without playing? He scored an own goal and then we signed him afterwards or something. Yes, so Stas scored an own goal playing for Banica Strava during Villa's 2-1 victory over the Slovakian club in the UEFA Cup in October 1990. I thought it was a friendly. Despite the own goal, the defender actually played well and was signed by Villa boss Joseph Vengloss the following month, only to suffer an Achilles tendon, in- in- tendon injury which prevented him from ever kicking a ball competi- competitively for the club. <laughs> so there you go. Tails is in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have Jay then. We're almost halfway, but the last few bits where I've got nothing, we'll probably go through quite quickly again I'd probably say friend of the show at this point given he, he gave us three and a half hours of his time John Gregory yeah it's a it's a, a really good shout and I wouldn't like to be 10 years older but to have seen more Villa things of the 90s I'd like to have been 15 16 in that time rather than just being born yeah I feel a bit sport early by by this podcast in terms of being able to, people are really really did hero worship being able to get to meet them years on and getting mm. them to give them our time and actually being, you know, always a bit apprehensive about meeting your heroes, but actually being sound, like yeah. really just having a laugh and enjoying enjoying having a natter and stuff like that. So Gregory, you know, we'd have still kept him talking now, wouldn't oh, we? I'd, you... I'd love to get him back on because there's so much stuff that we haven't even really gone into. Yeah. So he's he's a good shout. I've got a I've got a weird one which I think John Gregory will will beat this one, but this is this is back in the kind of black and white kind of uh, Brill Cream days, basically. So a bloke called Jimmy, M- Jimmy McMullen. He was Villa's first manager, but he was also a pioneer um, in English football, the way that the game should be played. I think I think John Gregory would probably, like the FA Cup, <laughs> John Gregory would probably strike a tone with more people yeah. alive to remember. Yeah, okay. He's good days. Uh, the other good- shout would be, you know, Jack Grealish again. We've spoken enough about him without him having his own letter, I think. Well, let's go, Gregory, and move on because we are, we're <laughs> going to get bogged down in the details all day. Let's move on. I don't know why I'm so keen to move on to Kay when my document is clearly blank. I didn't get I've anything. got Kendrick. I, I was going to say something like in the five side team. <laughs> I was going to mention that as a passing joke, but you've done it now. But yeah, I didn't get anything with Kai. I've got King, Phil King. Okay. Because the penalty. Um, future against, King of England. Well, that as well, future yeah. King of England. Mervyn King. Yeah. Um, Governor of the Bank of England. So we got three kings. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean the the the, the original thing was was Phil King with the, the penalty mm. and the celebration. Kenny Swain and Ken McNaught from the the European Cup Cup mm. batch. I can't think of many K's. Mark Kinsella. Yeah, Lewis Kinsella. Gone to L because I've got well, I've got some for the next couple of letters. I've gone with lamp. Lamp. Oh, the the lamp. Yeah, the gas lamp. Because it being yeah the good. little sneaky little corner where. This great obsession for us yeah. all was was first uh, first conceived. Basically, you know, it taps into the the kind of rich rich history of the club. Um, yeah, good. I went with the the Luke Roper shirt 
This is something a bit different. I've got the shirts down on display, which I don't have. I, just, I don't usually buy shirts when they come out because they're 50, 60 quid. And yeah. I always think, oh, I'll get it on sale later down the line. They're always 15 quid or whatever. Yeah. But the season that you get promoted, it suddenly becomes this shirt that everyone wants. And it was a nice shirt, to be fair, but because for silly money now on eBay and I always think oh, I'd love to have one hanging up in the background I want to wear and one of the best shirts we've had in the last 15 years probably yeah it's one of those ones where everything came together with that shirt wasn't it you well know, if we didn't get promoted it'd be a nice shirt and that'd be the end of it yeah. kind of thing. but I think I think just the story about it anyway because it was it was a nice nice looking shirt that kind of was a bit of a throwback to shirts from the past it was a local lad made good mm. a big Villa fan who who'd got the gig to do it and it was a shirt which we actually Won something in, mm. albeit a playoff final rather than a European Cup final. Villa kit supplier, Villa captain, Villa manager, you get promoted back to the Premier League. It's probably the most successful season we've had. Yeah. In a, well, what, since the last time you win a trophy or the last time you get into Europe? What? I mean, I get all that, but it's no lamp, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, would, I joke about it, but yeah, lamp does get in there for me. Does it? Yeah, because it's part of the, the history, isn't it? Yes. I'll, I'll give you lamp. It's a bit of a rubbish title, isn't it? I bet Luke would have design a really nice kind of stylish lamp yeah. for the corner of your living room. Not that you need one, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I've got two for this, but I'm going to let you go first because I feel like oh, one of them is semi-obvious. Oh, mine's really, really random. Go on then. Murder. Murder, uh, okay. <laughs> the old Tommy Ball murdered yeah. over his chickens. I mean, but, good job it isn't the best things of us to do, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted, I wanted some quirky random stuff, but yeah. I'm sure you can, you can oust murder. Oh, man, I'd like to think so. Manslaughter. <laughs> Gone for an obvious one, Mortimer, of course, yeah. Mortimer 82, that iconic photo with the trophy. And I went for something a bit more niche, McGinn versus Wednesday, that goal. Yeah. Again, Julie back to 2018, but I wanted a moment in there rather than a, a piece of history. So Mortimer is probably my number one answer there. I mean, you can't have the European Cup winning captain not mentioned in a yeah, best of Aston Villa list. Probably, probably would. And this is harsh, really. It's harsh on Tommy Ball. It really it's is. Harsh, harsh from Tommy Ball. <laughs> it's harsh from McGinn. And this is really bad because it was a spectacular goal, but it was associated with the match that we lost. Mortimer gets in there, I think. I would, yeah. Okay. Friend of the show. Yeah, of course. And again, I've got nothing for this one. Oh, that's good. So yeah. it begins with then. <laughs> I've got a nickel for Chris Nickel and for mm. the reason that he scored four goals in one game, two of them for Villa, uh, and two of them yeah. against Villa. Uh, again, it's just probably my fascination with weird facts. And, I like that, and though. We need a bit of that. He was a lovely, lovely fellow as well. Really, really great guy. Big, big guy. Big, big, strong guy. But um, So, yeah, that that's mine. When it goes in by default, I couldn't yeah. think of anything else. I've just sort of nobby Solano. But. Yeah, there's a few in there. There's like... Knee lamp to your spouse. <laughs> uh, is there any more? Is that it? Nobby and Knee? Neil Taylor? Neil Taylor, of course, Neil yeah. What, a, what an icon. There'll be people watching this, if they've got this far, that are screaming answers that are yeah. very obvious things that we've forgotten because you've only really looked at an old list that you've done. <laughs> and I've put very little effort into my list. So it's bound to be some obvious things that we've missed. We'll go nickel, just because you've actually put some work in yeah, it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, o, I think... I think I've written down what I've seen you write down before, so let's see if you put that. I've gone with, oh, it must be. Yeah, that's what I put, just because I, I, I've flicked through your piece before. Explain. Obviously, the commentary of, of Peter with Scott. I don't think we, I don't think us getting through two or three references to the European Cup is overkill. Nah, really. 26. So it's just that famous bit of bit of commentary by, by Brian Moore. It's a weird bit of commentary. Mm. I think. It's very old-fashioned, isn't it? And I think... 
I always get venture and adventure. I was literally up. just about to ask you about that because they put the sign wrong, didn't they, on the North Stand? Do you remember that, the banner? And it had adventure, I think. I think it is adventure. What's it say now? I'm sure. Oh, maybe it's vice versa. Then I seem to remember it saying adventure. And then a couple of games later, it was venture. And there was just a line down the middle where they clearly just chopped off the ad and put it back to venture. It's one of those ones that you probably need to listen back. And I think I have listened back and I think it's adventure, but that still hasn't... Do you think some of that is that it's a... A 40 year old clip and the sound is a bit, you know, old. You know, they're proper than they speak proper, unlike us. Speak but proper. Adventure, venture, like it's very easy to mix those up and they both mean the same thing. I think we should save this for the V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that gets in. Uh, any notable uh, honourable mentions? O'Neill, isn't that? O'Neill, uh, yeah, of course. Cloud is O'Leary, who was there with the Cloud. George Akore. There's Akore, yeah. Olaf Melberg. Olaf Melberg. That's a good, decent shout. Good shout, yeah. Did I use that for M? No, I didn't. Yeah, Olaf Melberg. <laughs> I like that. I'd love to get him on the podcast as well, but I think we tried before and he didn't fancy it. <laughs> I, think, I think I pestered Martin Lawson to, uh, to keep asking him and then uh, keep checking him and he sent me a very... Martin, Martin Lawson with the politest man in the world sent me a very blunt, he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> you got P? I've got two. Again, I've got a player and a, and a thing. I've got Pongo wearing. Uh, good shout. I've got Petrov for my yeah. player. Did you put Petrov in? My second P was promotion. For that's a bit... That's a bit crap. Let's not shout too much about finishing fifth in the championship yeah. and going up by the playoffs. Yeah, there's no no getting away from the fact that what he, what he had to contend with in terms of his health has kind of catapulted him catapulted him to a, a different level mm. than if he'd have just merely been a player and finished his career. But I do think that perhaps, you know, he was one of those ones who was underrated because... He got a lot of good flair players alongside him. Mm. He was the one who was prepared to sacrifice himself for the team. You know, he was a grafter. And he was actually a pretty elegant player as well. Yeah, along I with that, him. You know, he was, he was a good footballer as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I've just Pongo apparently scored <laughs> 50 goals one season, 49 in the league and one in the FA Cup. I presume it was a consolation in the third round defeat to Manchester United. <laughs> uh, it was the, also the season Villa scored their highest number of league goals, 128 league goals. <sighs> nice. Pongo again, history kind of thing, records, records yeah. broken, probably, probably deserves it. Oh, really? Yeah, stick okay. Petrov in there. We'll go with a more audience that's actually still alive. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Q. I don't know what you've put. Come on. I'll put quote, but I'll get through the quote in a minute. What have you? I haven't put anything. Is there any cues? Are we missing anything obvious? I don't think so. Because I had a big list of players, like every player that's played for Villa listed alphabetically. I don't even yeah. think there was, there was one. Can I have another quick look while you read those out if you want? Cue? I mean, there's a cue for season tickets at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote by, by William McGregor. If there is a club in the country which deserves to be dubbed the greatest... And the matter is one of some delicacy. Few will deny the right of Aston Villa to share the highest niche of fame with even the most historic of other aspirants. For brilliancy, and at the same time for consistency of achievement, for activity in philanthropic enterprise, for astuteness of management, and for general general alertness, the superiors of Aston Villa cannot be found. It's nice, yeah. Yeah, there's no player that's ever played for Aston Villa with the surname Q. Q is difficult. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Doing a list of the letters. We're now at the stage where there isn't really anything, and this is the end of the podcast. Um, So, the definitive list of Aston Villa, William McGregor's quote gets Q. What if people have got better suggestions in the uh, in the comments? Let's hear them. Ah, again, I've got nothing but Jacob Ramsey. 
Which is, again, feels a bit of a cop-out, to be honest. Yeah, I've gone for Ron Saunders. Ah, oh, he's my S. In this. <laughs> oh, my S now? God, I've gone too soon on this. Yeah, Ron, Ron Saunders. Saunders was the architect of this squad that gave Villa the <clears> moments <throat> of magic that, that kind of propped up the modern day. Mm. History. It was a dynasty, really. Yeah. It wasn't just. It wasn't just something by by fluke. People might think that Villa were fly by nights, nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty two, and then disappeared from whence they came. That was a work in progress from when he arrived yeah. in the mid seventies. You know, a couple of league cups along uh, promotion, a couple of league cups along the way. He is the closest thing that Villa would have to Alex Ferguson. I think, or a Wenger, somebody who could actually build something, mm. something lasting, which probably just does explain some of the resentment that it was all demolished and yeah. and smashed up, and that they had, he had to leave um, at the time he did. But he's got to go in there for me. Unless yeah. you've got, um, uh, I can't. I've not thought of anything since you've been talking. I didn't write anything down. So yeah, Saunders was my S. So. Let's kind of kill two birds with one stone. going to come at me with Richardson. I think Kieran Richardson. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have anywhere to go with that. But <laughs> Ron Saunders probably get a stand named after him or yeah. a statue or, 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 or S's for stand or statue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's got to be in there, hasn't he? S, you know, Martin Saunders. What was yours? So I've got a second. Well, I've got two as well, and the one was shambles. Shambles. Uh, we can't have shambles. And the reason it was shambles is because that was the word that Graham Taylor used when okay. he came into relegated Villa in 1987, and that to just start again, just you know, get us back on the upward curve, and, and did. But I'm just wondering if, again, for the more modern demographic, we should go for Smith, for Dean Smith. Yeah, he's almost done the same job that Graham Taylor did. Yeah. You know, a generation previously. Yeah, my second S was was Smith, and um, so Smith probably gets it. Yeah, we probably approaching what nine months since he's gone. Mm. Still a bit raw, is it? Yeah, I know we've moved on, and we we trying to kind of compete for different prizes and our transfer policies. You know, cherry picking cherry picking some of the best players across Europe now. But like you said in the the Luke Roper shirt season, it, it was a special time to it have was, that yeah. that kind of. You know, Villa Villa fan DNA running through everything that we did, and I don't think we'll ever replicate that. I'm not, you know, no, we can have success hopefully in a in a different way, and it won't make it any. You know, if it's a Scouser who's guiding us to success rather than somebody from Great Bar, I'll, I'll still take that. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, just um, it pleased me when he came back with Norwich, and you know, bless him, it was happened happened to be the day that Norwich got relegated, but. I'm just glad that he stayed. He did did the Dean Smith thing and, and mm. stayed was the last person on the pitch shaking all the hands, just so that he could get the the, the little bit of love from the people who were still inside the stadium. I thought that was a that was a really really important moment to kind of say farewell. Yeah, Smith gets in there. Um, T, I've not written one down, but Graham Taylor is a is a pretty good shout. You've obviously just spoken about him. No. Yeah, I'd put I'd put Taylor Taylor in there definitely. Okay. Um, was that your tea as well? It wasn't my tea. Um, I've gone with Trabs on Sport. <laughs> oh God! Is a story behind this? <laughs> Go on then, tell it. Trabs on Sport's colours. Ah. Playing claret and blue. Yeah. Villa. Is it claret and blue or is it red and blue? Well, for this for the purposes of this story, <laughs> it's claret and blue. Steve Stroyd, obviously former Villa secretary, and then went on, and I think he still is, to become like a UEFA delegate, so goes to Champions League games and makes sure that everything's just so and this kind of thing. Um, but he found out, apparently, at a match, at a Trabzonspor match, that 
And she spoke to the Trabs on Sport president, who revealed that when the club was formed in 1967, they had no money for kits, so contacted a number of clubs in Europe, and Villa were the only ones to respond, mm. sending a full set. Yeah, I've so, heard that before. It's interesting, isn't it? It's a good story, but it's not going to get in there. It's not going to get into tea, is yeah, it? But, it's not silly. Trabzon's a list of Aston Villa things. Yeah, yeah, but that at least fills a bit of time for when we get to yeah, good X point. and Z. Yeah, great point. It's a good story. You? I didn't have anything. I mean, I've probably not put as much time into this as I could have done, but I mean, we're in the depths of the letters here at this point. Do you point. know what I want to go with here? And it's different from the one that I've put down on my list, but I'm going to go with Hugo. Hugo, of course, yeah. Hugo Ekiog. Yeah, great um, show. Great player, actually, during a great time. Mm. Or, you know, a very good good time for Villa. And I'd only get too morbid on it, but we've lost a lot of really, yeah. you know, people before their time, Villa people before their, their time. And, you know, none more so than Hugo, who was, you know, a fitness fanatic, as, yeah. as far as I know, and was still doing good things in, in, in youth football um, at Spurs, I think he was, wasn't mm. he, at the time. Um and he was he was a he was a bit of a kind of a hybrid really Hugo because he was an absolute kind of beast of a defender in terms of his physical physical strength. He also had this kind of weird elegance mm-hmm. about him as well, and he could play for a big guy um, as well. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Um, I'd have him in there. I did have. Um, I did, did have Unsworth. Yeah. In there, we'll talk about Unsworth but, um, in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Unsworth another time. Uh, but yeah, put put Hugo in there. V. Okay, I've gone for a cop-out, not Villa. I went to Villa Park, one of the best stadiums in the country, in my very much biased opinion. But I look fair, it gets a lot of love from, from neutrals and ex-players as well. I think it's Gary Neville's favourite opposition stadium. But yeah, Villa Park, iconic, nice nice stadium. Yeah, well, it w- that, will, that will make the cut. I've, <laughs> I've gone for VAR. Oh, uh, no. Because we wouldn't be in the Premier League if it wasn't for uh, VAR. It's, it's nothing to do with any any goals we've scored, any matches we've won, or any way we compete. It's just because of. Uh, well, that's probably more Hawkeye. I was going to say that should have been H. Yeah, it should have replaced it Holt and with yeah. with that. Um, now Villa Park. The only other kind of notable mentions, I suppose, we have Vassell, didn't we? Um, yeah, it was very good for a while. Um, Vengloss, it was very bad for a while. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there any more V's? I mean, there will be loads, I don't know. With but. Jordan Veritu. Yeah, good. <laughs> w, I went Wembley. Wembley trips, Wembley visits, Wembley day outs, Wembley wins. Um, it's nothing like, is it, going to the National Stadium to play a cup final or semi-final and, and actually winning the thing. And we've had our fair share of trips there, so... Wembley's so your big dub. <laughs> yeah, my big W. <laughs> I've gone for William McGregor. I know we've heard from him already. Yeah, twice, I think. <laughs> and as I put here, here's the, he's the bearded bloke made of bronze and holding a piece of paper outside <laughs> Villa Park. If you don't know who he is... By now, Google him. He's quite important. <laughs> I mean, that probably has to go in, but I feel like Wembley is a decent secondary shout. Oh, yeah, it can go in as one or up. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> two out of two. All right, we're in the, we're in the depths of the, the alphabet here with X. Originally, this plan was supposed to be battling out the best things about Aston Villa. You pick one, I pick one, and we'll, we'll pick a definitive. And I got to X and realised there was nothing apart from Tony Jarre. And I thought, well, we can't have a best list with Tony Jarre on. To change so the whole list. the format because of that. It's just Villa things generally. So Tony Jarre, by default for me, because I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, we're very much into the territory of great for Scrabble tiles, but not so good for, <laughs> not so good for podcasting. <laughs> not so good for podcasts. Do you want to know my original one that I wrote in this piece? Yeah, of course. Uh, Jar will go in because it's more relevant, even though it's not great to, yeah, to yeah. remember. I mean, this was before Tony Jar, you wrote this article originally, <laughs> I would have thought. So. Did, yeah, probably before he was born. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've gone for ex-girlfriend. 
Right. And the story is, one of my colleagues went to interview Marlon Hale. I told you it's poor. No. Went to interview Marlon Hailwood at Bodybore Heath. I tried to just do a bit of homework on him to get a quirky angle. Mm. Uh, or something. <laughs> he'd found, Marlon got his own website, and he found, a qu- you know, the standard football question, like Peter Crouch is always, what would you have been if you hadn't been a footballer? Mm. I'd have been a virgin. <laughs> and um, the thing is... What would you have been if you had a bit of footballer? And it said, like, painter and decorator. So my colleague, like, when, it's not a friend of any, not me, he's a colleague. <laughs> yeah, my friend, the journalist. Yeah, went along and asked him, said, I hear that you'd have been been like a painter and decorator if you hadn't. And he goes, that's not funny. That's not funny. What do you mean? That's not funny. He said, no, I said, I he said, he said on your own website, you'd have been a painter and decorator. I don't know what you don't know what you're on about. That's not funny. And he stormed out. <laughs> I think either the Sun or the News of the World or whatever it was back then had done a kind of kiss and tell story, and Marlon had been playing away so that his mistress or whatever didn't recognise him. He, he'd invented this persona as Marlon Harewood, this kind of interior design specialist, and his website was run by his brother, who thought he'd put this on there for a laugh, and had um, had wound him up. Um, so, like, like I said, my colleague just like mortified. Like, oh, what have I done? What have I done? And it was all because uh, Marlon's mischievous brother was. Uh, Playing a little prank, and so that was X for ex girlfriend. What a weird shout that is! So to have that story. Be that's that. how that's how desperate I was for an ex. Yeah, well, not for. <laughs> I wanted to get Marlon Hayward on the podcast. I don't think he'll want to come on now. Well, he might. He might. He might want to set the record straight. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, actually, I need some skirting more stuff. <laughs> Tony Jar gets in, which is grim. Yeah, but what I think we'll probably do a podcast about his time at Villa at some point. Up did the. The kind of story of O'Neill, the story of Tony Jarre, some of the stuff from from that era is is amateur hour, isn't it? it really in, in hindsight. Um, I quite like the emoji tweets, though. I'll give him that. I think it's quite a quirky, interesting way of like, having you the chairman or your own on social media. As much as it was one frustrating as hell, Uncle Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, oh, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday! Oh God, what an utterly bizarre time that was. Yeah, it was it was strange, and I think I'm not saying that you, you can't have a public persona as a chairman or an owner. That rhyme. <laughs> Just spit a few beats here. <laughs> <In> beats. <laughs> but the current two go about their business. That's how it should be done. Quietly and, you know, with a little bit more decorum. Mm. Um, we were all swept up in it, weren't we? You know, yeah, fans, it was fun at the interested time. in well, the cryptic clues, the mm. cryptic transfer clues. And, you know, as journalists, we kind of lapped it up in terms of the, the little nuggets of information that were coming out. But, crossed, <laughs> we'd have really known what was going on behind the scenes. It's mad, isn't it? Oh, it probably deserves its own little mini 20, 25-minute chat, to be honest, about him. So we'll kind of save that. Two letters left. This has gone on for probably a little bit longer than I thought. There's been some good stories, so hopefully people are, are still with us as we get to Y and Z. Um, have you got one? I've gone York. Ah, good. For, for Y. It's one of those ones who falls into the category... I've spoken about this so many times about people losing a bit of respect for him because, mm. you know, kissed the badge, didn't he, for United against us and then <clears> went to um, went to Blues and, and, and played there as well. Just thought he was brilliant. Just th- such a gifted, gifted footballer. Playing with a smile on his face. Um, probably said to you before, even before he started the game, he used to run, run the length of the pitch, balancing a ball on his head. Yeah. And even if Villa lost, which was very rare that those days, you think, Crikey, that was good. I'm glad I, <laughs> glad I came for that. Glad I came to see that. I can do that, you know. <laughs> can you? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it one day. Okay. But I, I tried to do it. It was a, a kids' football tournament on Saturday. Um, my daughter was playing. Maybe me, 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 mate, me, me, lad were knocking about with a, a football. But I'd got my glasses. I got my hat on, a cap, so my head didn't burn, and I got my glasses on, so I didn't go dizzy. And I was trying, I was trying to do it like that. And I just like... Can you balance it on your head, or can you run the length of a picture? Yeah, both. With it? Both. Yeah, probably half. I probably, probably running might be. Yeah. The, the yeah. I can. Let me practice. Let me practice over the next few months, and at an arranged time before the end of this calendar year, you can film me okay. running half the length of a pitch okay. with a football balanced on my head. I went UPIA. Oh yeah, that's a bit of a niche answer. Is that um, a Bruce Willis thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not have any chance all the way through a big list of, of Villa things. So yeah. I thought I was a a pretty good use of the word "why." Again, if I was playing Scrabble, I'd be delighted with that. Yeah. So I like you, Pierre. I'd actually put that in. Would you? Think, yeah, because I think it's. I don't think we've referenced any chat. Well, we might have referenced them, but yeah, none of made my list. In the list yeah. they? So I like that. Um, it's just such a random thing. It's like, yeah. like words that you'd see in a Batman comic or something, <laughs> it, rather than something yeah, like that... Yeah, I'd, I'd let you be on it. I think it's quite a nice slogan. I'm surprised there's not been more kind of like a leisure wear range. Yeah, I mean, probably is. Mm. You can if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, like a colourful kind of leisure wear range for granddads? <laughs> yeah. Zed. I don't have anything for Zed. Oh, man, there'd be enough Zeds, weren't there, with the people listening to this? <laughs> yeah, good. Have you got anything? I think I have got one. I'll have to scroll down. Oh, it's crap. I've gone with zero. Zilch was a greb. Bosco Balaban's scoring tally for Villa amounted to a big round nothing following his 5.8 million mo- arrival from Dynamo Zagreb. Prolific elsewhere in his career, the Croatian centre-forward failed to find the net in his two starts and nine substitute appearances for Villa between 2001 and 2002 before banging in, banging in the goals again for Zagreb. Zagreb? Zagreb and Bruges. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, there's not been, you know, I mean, there's nothing. We've not had Zidane. We've not yeah. had Zidane. Yeah. I suppose we've got Zidane. Zidane. Bet- better than Zidane. Better than- <laughs> God, my bum's got no money. Yeah, better than Zidane. That's a good way of getting in. But that's, that's pretty rubbish as well, yeah, isn't it? Z, 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 Z. Let's just call it a day there. I, I, what I should have done really is wrote down which ones we picked so we can now give the full definitive list, but I didn't. And she can quickly remember the ones that we picked. Yeah, we can, can't we? Go on then. So, the definitive, in our opinion, <laughs> list of A to Z of Aston Villa things. I mean, please send some suggestions because as we get further to the end, these are quite poor. A is for Acorns. B is for Benteke. C is for Charlie Aitken. D is for Deadly Doug. E is for European Champions. F is for FA Cup. G is for God. Paul McGrath. H is for Holtend. I is for Ian Taylor. J for John Gregory. K for Phil King, L for Lamp, <laughs> M for Mortimer, N for Chris Nickel, O for Oh It Must Be, P is for Petrov, Q is for Quote, R is for Ron Saunders, S is for Dean Smith, T is for Graham Taylor, U is for Hugo, V is for Villa Park, W for William McGregor, X for Tony Jar, Y for UPIA, and Z. <laughs> For zero. It's, yeah, it's a pretty decent list for the there's most part. There's a bit of a mixture in there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, some it take, players. Takes us some different to some different places. Some so. players, some some managers, some just things that are associated with history. I think that's a pretty good list. Yeah. Please send us your suggestions because there's some things that we've definitely missed that'll be obvious, and some will be just better than things like quote and zero. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really intrigued. There'll be so many options for the, mm. the letters that aren't X. Yeah. Uh, oh, Q. Yeah. 
and Zed. Um, but I'm quite quite keen to hear what people have got for yeah. those, those three letters particularly because it was tough. Yeah. So send those in. Thank you very much for watching this uh, this podcast. We're going to do a few other bits and pieces. We'll be back at some point in the future. So uh, yeah, stay subscribed and, and keep up to date with our latest stuff. Up the villa. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, up the villa. Up the villa.